Hello, Andy. Hello, it's Melanie. Lovely to see you today. Yes, it's been a while since we've actually seen each other, even though it is via Zoom. <laughs> I know. And thanks so much for being here. And maybe you could start by introducing yourself and telling people what you do. Sure. Okay. Uh, my name is Andy Hampson. Uh, last year, I did the professional certificate in health and wellness coaching with Wellness Coaching Australia that I loved. Mm -hmm. um, and then I went on and did Passion to Profit with Melanie. So that's when I met Melanie, which was wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, and since then, I've started my own company called mm -hmm. the Inspire Network. And now I'm currently running my pilot coaching program. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> How does it feel? It feels good. Um, it, there was so much to do to lead up to that, to like to get your worksheets together, to get your emails, just to work out what to do. But I worked out that you just need to start and start asking questions and it, and it will evolve from there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and so, Andy, tell us, what is your niche and how did you choose it? Okay. Um, so for the pilot program, the pilot program is once a week. Mm -hmm. for eight weeks yeah and I have seven people in my pilot program mm -hmm. and just like so many of us when we're starting out we want to help everyone we want everyone to live well yeah for as long as possible um and so but I have worked in a cancer hospital for the past nine years and mm -hmm. I love working with cancer patients that's my thing I I've always loved that and in particular women and in particular breast cancer patients mm -hmm. so I thought why don't I just start there? Why don't I just start with um, patients or clients that I know? Mm. I have been many, many times the person <clears throat> that they've rung when mm -hmm. they've just come out of the GP and just been diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of fear in their voices. Mm. And it, part of my role was to give them hope that mm. we are there to help. Mm -hmm. um, so it made sense to me to start with those clients. Um, and mm -hmm. I knew um, quite a few, sadly, um, mm -hmm. but a lot of them, most of them, all of them actually have recovered post-cancer. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I picked my niche. I picked a niche that I knew mm -hmm. and people that I could relate to. Mm -hmm. I haven't had cancer, but I, mm -hmm. as I said, I've worked in that space. Yeah. Um, so that's how I picked my niche. And then during um, doing Passion to Profit, mm. I had to do research. Mm. So I rang about 10 different people, yep. some in my local community that I've known for a long time, mm -hmm. some that were patients of the breast oncology surgeon that I work for that over the years you build a bond, you connect, and we became friends. Yep. So that's what I did. I wrote down a whole series of questions ask them, you know, what did they know about health and wellness coaching, explain to them what it was, how we can help. And it was really interesting that, that a lot of them said the same thing. When they were diagnosed, they had a village of people. They had the medical community, they had the nursing staff, they had their family and friends that were looking after them, taking their children to school, doing different things around the house bringing their lasagnas. So they felt very um, supported during that time. But when mm -hmm. the surgeon said to them, 
I'll see you in three months. You're cancer free. Their hair started growing back. The lasagna stopped. That's, and people keep saying, oh, look at you. You've, you know, your hair's growing back. You've got a whole new lease on life. Yep. That's actually when they felt really lost. And they had, didn't have the support. They put on weight. They had low energy. And so I thought that's, that's my niche. And out of the seven, five of them are post-cancer. So, um, sorry, I live in the inner west of Sydney. There's a plane going over. It's okay. I've got lorikeets in the background <laughs> at my place. I'm so sorry about that. Okay. Um, so, yes, that's how I found my niche. And that's when I started working towards building my pilot program. And as someone told me, Jenny, who one of my lecturers said, it doesn't matter the niche. You just adjust the questions to mm. suit the niche. Yeah. And that's what I've done. I'm hearing that you know them really well, right down to the lasagnas being dropped off. Like you yeah. know what's going on for them on a day-to-day -day basis with the deep experience that you've had. And it sounds yeah. like also the further interviews that you've done with them. Yes. Yeah. And, and so what were some of the fears that you've had to overcome in order to get this pilot program up and running? Oh, you know, I graduated. I was accredited felt really good but I think it's that I don't know like during during my course listening to so many experienced um, coaches through my wellness um, co um, my coaching course I did last year um, everyone that I was listening to on the different recordings including uh, especially like Fiona it just seemed so natural for them when they were coaching, it just felt like a conversation. Mm. And my concern was, would I be able to do that? Will I be able to sound confident um, while I'm going through um, the coaching sessions with them? And you just, I, I've just come to the realisation that you just got to be yourself. If you're doing something that you love mm. and you're enjoying it, and I'm a talker, <laughs> <laughs> um, it does come naturally. Mm -hmm. And also learning that moment of pause, asking a question and just letting them take the time to hear the question and answer mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. It is all of coaching to me. I've worked out. It's all about connection and yeah. you're not going to connect with anyone. Mm -hmm. So it was interesting when I did the, the, the research with the 10 people a couple of them, it wasn't that I didn't connect, hmm. it's that they didn't really need a coach. They were already doing the work. Yeah, and right. I said that to them. I was so proud of them that, you know, you've taken this and yeah. you've, you've done your own self-coaching. Hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's just time um, and fear will take over and, you know, imposter hmm. syndrome. That's very real and very real for me. Um, yeah. But you just got to stay in the moment, be present. And if you don't have an answer, let them know that. Like, you know, if they mm. ask, you for, ask you for your advice, which, you know, I've said many times, I can't give you advice. I can only support you. Um, it's directing it back to them. But if they've asked something, I'll say, look, you know, I might be able to ask someone at the hospital where I work, if you're happy with that. But be honest, you know. Um, and I think that's people like that. People like honesty. 
Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I'm hearing a few different things coming up as you're talking. Like one of them is definitely you yeah. were comparing yourself to way more experienced coaches and wondering, could I ever be that comfortable and confident? Yes. And then to become okay with sitting in your authentic self and letting yeah. go of some of those fears. And, you know, you're kind of touching on that being a little bit vulnerable, like you don't yes. have all the answers and you might need to go and ask somebody mm. or, and come back to them and that that's yeah. okay to be like that. I think it is okay to be that, mm. that. I mean, as coaches, as health coaches, we are not there to give advice. And um, people do try to direct you a little bit like that. What do you think I should do? And it's about saying, yeah. well, what do you want to do? Mm. And it's interesting when you go, when you stop and go, oh, my gosh, they're asking me a question. It's okay. Yeah. You have to just direct it back to them. Yeah. Um, and, yes, it's, I think being vulnerable is, is, is good for them to see that, especially mm. these people. Like they, and even when I start, you know, and I do group sessions or one-on-ones post my pilot, I will mm. be honest saying, look, you know, I've only done a few of these, so, you know, yes. it's wonderful to have you on board. And for them to know that. Mm. Um, I, I think that's that's all part of learning. There's so much to learn. There's so much to read and watch. And yeah, to, if you love what you're doing, which I am really loving what I'm doing, uh -huh. um, it's okay. You'll get there slowly. It I kind mean, of pulls yeah. you forward, doesn't it? When you love what you're doing, that your why is yeah. there, and it's just pulling you forward. Like I must yeah. do this, rather than the fear of what if I can't. You know. Yeah. And so many of those coaches, like I've spoken to you, I've spoken to Jenny, I've spoken to David, they all, we, all of you started with a pilot or with a few clients in the beginning, you know, everyone, you know, Fiona, yeah. everyone started that way. And it's important to know that it's going to take, it's going to take years mm. um, and that's okay. Yeah. Totally is. That's where all of your great knowledge and experience yeah. comes from is that process. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine starting perfectly right now. Um, wouldn't be possible. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's the front door. No, that's exactly right. Um, the perils of being at home. Um, <laughs> that's okay. 22-year-old daughter getting deliveries. Um, <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, yeah you, have to, you have to remember that. Um, and, and that's okay. So how did you get started with your pilot program? I know in Passion to Profit you were doing a lot of prep work and the research and getting some of your documentation together and then you finished that course and you had to go out and speak to people and get them mm. engaged. Like how did that process happen of you getting people on board with your pilot program? Um, once I did the research mm -hmm. and then I spoke to them about what I'm doing, uh, would you be interested Mm. Then I started like, you know, uh, sent them some text saying, you know, my pilot program's coming. And then I, I had to stop and work out if I was in a pilot program, mm. what would I want? Nice. Um, that's where I started. Um, in the customer's shoes. You put yourself would, in the customer's shoes. I put myself exactly in the customer shoes. And then I worked out. I looked at the wellness questionnaire and I worked out the people that I was going to be dealing with mm. um, and I changed it. I did, I did some research and I found I was thinking of the 
uh, you know, the wheel. Mm-hmm. And then, but I decided to go with like a wellness check sheet, which was kind of an abridged version mm-hmm. of the questionnaire. Mm-hmm. So I created my own and I, um, I sort of sat there and went through it and thought, now, okay, how does that look? And then I thought, what do I want to do in those eight weeks? So mm-hmm. then I, you know, my, my business is called the Inspire Network. So then I took the word inspire and took the letters and every week decided to create a different, like a, every week had a theme. I love that you've, you've got that program model mapped out of this is how you inspire people as it were. Yes. And each week is the theme. <laughs> to the point that at the bottom, there's a quote. Like, so for example, one of the weeks is strength and stability. Mm. So then I found a quote for that. One of them is um, pamper and positivity. So um, Eddie Duco, which I saw him at TEDx Sydney, he had this beautiful quote about happiness. So mm-hmm. I incorporated that in, in the quote. And, okay, did you read the quote this week? And we just take a few minutes and, and try to get them into that zone. Because, mm. there, you know, some clients, they're in the negative, you know, the glass half empty. Right. Um, so, so that was your icebreaker by the sound of things to come in. How do, you, yeah. how do you bring them into the present moment, start the session, you've got yes. an inspiring quote to flip them yeah. from the negative that you know that they might be in into something mm. more positive. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's sort of how I did it. And, sort of, and, you know, it's kind of fun because every week, you know, I've been creating a, a different email to send to them and, mm-hmm. you know, and then we reflect on the week before and, um, and then on the worksheet. You know, I, you know, successes, challenges, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, so always trying to be in that positive mindset. Um, mm. And it's so, it's so much fun creating your own <laughs> program. You're, I love being the boss. You know, like being in cha- and you're kind of, you know, I always, because they're women, you know, you're mm. empresses, you're in, in charge of your own destiny instead of, you know, master. I try, you know, I'm trying to sort of, you know, mm direct it to them um and they like it they you know Hmm. Hmm. it sounds amazing and inspiring and I can imagine how somebody I mean I can't imagine being on a journey like that because I haven't myself but how you're how you must feel some days with energy and you may feel frightened or Mm. you may not have a lot of hope and to be around yeah. someone that's positive and there's yeah. something uplifting in life. It must be something to look forward to. Yes. And a lot of people that have had cancer, there's that fear of reoccurrence. I've got a pain in my back. Oh, I oh know it's cancer. Yeah. And, you know, trying to get them to just live in the moment. My theory is you want to not just survive but thrive after mm. cancer. I think that's really important. And, yeah. and they are, they, they, many of them have said this to me. I'm not the same person. There's one, one client and she had this beautiful long brown hair. So post-cancer, five years down the track, she grew it. She grew it long and went, and she looked at herself in the mirror and went, mm. actually not me. Wow. I'm not the same person. And she cut it all off and she loves it. Short hair now and she's really wow. happy because it's the new her. It's about finding yeah. the, the person that you are now you 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 are a different cancer a person and yeah. and whether it's cancer whether it's another chronic disease whether you know you've had a divorce a difficult situation with your family 
the pandemic, we're all a little bit different now. It's a um, shift in identity. Yeah. It is very yeah. much so. I truly believe that. Mm. And I think you mentioned the pandemic. It's very interesting because now more than ever, I mean, part of what coaching is, is about yeah. helping people to imagine and define their new identity. But we've mm. kind of had this thrust upon us where we're considering, yeah. well, what's life all about? What's important? Yeah. And it's almost like we're faced with the prospect of the new identity. It's such a great time to be a coach right now. It is. And we can do it. One of my clients is in Chicago. Wow. She used to live here, but she lives yeah. there. But that's a thing. We can take care of people and support people and empower people as coaches from anywhere in the world. That, that is yeah. so good. So good for health moving forward and health, you know, lifestyle changes. That is, mm. I think it's an amazing time to be a coach. Yeah. Certainly is. And, and I'm curious, like, where are you right now? I know you said you started your pilot program and you're partway through, right? Mm. Um, so I'm curious to know what's happening for you in the, in the thick of the pilot program and what are you learning from that? Um, I've learned a lot, like, you know, I've learned a lot about adjusting to situations because, mm -hmm. yes, they've been booked in for eight weeks every week at this time. Oh, yes, COVID hits. You know, they've gotten COVID, so then you've got to adjust it. So you, I've noted, what I've learned is you need to be very adaptable mm -hmm. because a situation have changes. Or one of my clients, I rang her right on time last week. She was just crazy busy. She couldn't do it. So I checked in with her later. It's, I've, that's what I've learned probably, one of the big things. Mm. It, it's not going to go all according to plan, you know, mm. and some, some sessions are short. You yeah. know, you're checking in with them every week and some sessions they just want to chat. Yeah. You know, they've had a difficult time. They haven't gotten through their weekly goals and mm. they feel defeated. And it's up to us as coaches to help them to, it's okay, that's just mm. this week. So I've learned a lot about myself in that respect. And I've also, I love doing the one-on-ones, mm. but I think I would like to uh, move into a little bit of a group environment as well because then they can um, support each other as well, mm. listen to each other because some of them are very similar, that they're not alone, mm. and they can, you know, re-energise each other and help each other and, and laugh and cry. Um, so I think that would be really nice to do. So that's what I, I think I'd like to have like a hybrid model, a bit of mm. both. Mm. Um, and the fact that I'm saying that, yeah, I, it, it makes me feel that I've learned a lot and my confidence is increasing. But don't get me wrong, I'm nervous every single time. Like, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> The way you say that with confidence makes me think, no, you're not nervous every single time. <laughs> like I was nervous talking to you right at the beginning today. But I think, as I said, if you're, if you're following your passion and you're doing something you love and you're working with people, the, the, the top men, women, whatever, children, anybody mm. um, that you love, mm. and it, comes, it comes, becomes easy. So, yeah, maybe I am. I am. No, I am. I'm nervous right now. Believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't show it, Andy. 
and it's it's interesting through this whole conversation i feel like i'm hearing this theme of letting go maybe of letting go of expectations and mm. letting go of structures like yeah. even your what you've said just now about being agile in the moment yeah i'm thinking gee you're really meeting the client where they're at you're not yeah. forcing them to go through your no. session outline that you have and all oh, the no. pre- all the prepara- preparation in the world can't help you to no. prepare for the unexpected and you're rolling with that you're yeah. meeting people where they're at you're in, just enjoying the process is what i'm I, hearing i am one of them when they feel i got them to fill out like the application form and I ask them, you know, um, different questions about mindset, uh, physical health, mental health, the whole thing. Um, one of them wrote, she's honest, which I love. She said, look, I don't really believe in health and wellness coaching, but I'll help you. Ah. I went, oh, okay. I went, oh, gosh, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, now she's, it was really interesting. So last week was her fifth session. And she actually, we had to, talking about being agile, we were going to meet and she cut her hand. She had to go to the ED and get stitches. Mm. We had to postpone that. Mm-hmm. So she'd started doing Pilates. Mm. You know, every week she was going Tuesday, Thursday morning. And um, Tuesday morning, she'd go to that and we'd chat Tuesday night, thriving Tuesdays, I call them. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had to postpone that for a week because of her hand. Mm. The last week we spoke and I said, how are you going? And she said to me, I've come to a realisation. I said, really? Tell me more. And she said, I really believe that coaching has helped me. I said, really? I thought she said you really wasn't you. And she says, no, I worked out that having not gone to Pilates, I really, you helped me set that up, which was wonderful. I didn't think I had the time. And then she said, I went out with some friends and, you know, it was a bit of a, a restaurant that, you know, there wasn't a lot of healthy choices. And she said, almost felt like you were sitting on my ch- shoulder going, hmm, I wonder what, you know, Andy would pick. And she said, ah. I've changed my mindset. I said, what do you mean? She said, I think this is really good. I think this is really good for, um, you know, for people after they've had cancer and other people. It, it, it's really working. And honestly, that made wow. my day. To taking how did, how did yeah. you feel right like to take a non-believer <laughs> who was just doing it to help me to someone that's gone yeah no i i think this is good i think you should yeah i'll help you you know you know in the future to get more people i'm like okay thanks so Amazing. that was good and i wasn't like when she wrote that and i read it i went i sort of went well i can't change that that's mm. the way she is i'm not going to try to push it Mm. but it's it's just come it's just come naturally for her and for me to help Mm. her yeah so that was good amazing yeah Yeah, that you've shifted from contemplation or pre-contemplation almost yes and I, i i she must have been in contemplation stage of change otherwise she wouldn't have agreed to be part of your pilot program right she must have had some that's true i want to change something i'm not quite sure about this method or yeah yeah, I agree. Yes, she must have been at that level. And she's developed that belief now that, mm. wow, this is so valuable. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Yeah, it's, it's really nice to see that. It makes, me, it makes me feel good and it makes me, it, it makes me want to push on. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Because, you know, when you do all your, you know, your worksheets, whatever you're going to give them, it looks, you know, it's all there in theory. Mm. But until you put it into practice, you really don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Okay, so my last question to you, Andy, is where to from here? You've touched a little bit on maybe moving into groups. Like where do you see your business going in the next three months? Oh, okay. So in three months, well, in three months' time, um, I'm hoping to launch it to the broader community. Mm -hmm. I've decided probably... September I'm, I'm trying to be realistic because I, I need to be set up because what I'm because I'm hoping to work no because I'm going to work with, yeah <laughs> with, thank you with <laughs> cancer patients um I've worked in that hospital for example for the past nine years mm. they've seen me as a practice manager they've seen me in those different admin roles mm. so it's really about changing the surgeons and the medical oncologists and the GPs their perception of me Mm. so I've decided I'm going to wait till all my branding's ready yep and then I'm hoping to run um, some programs by in September Mm -hmm. Um, and then just I'm not in a hurry Mm. I know it's going to be slow and I'd rather have fewer clients Mm. and look after them well Mm -hmm. In, in the next six months yeah. and develop my program and learn and ask lots of questions to lots of experienced coaches like yourself. And then from there, you know, do more. I think that I think that's really important. I, look, I, you know, everyone gets so excited about starting a new business and that's great, but I think you need to, well, for me personally, everyone's different, but for me personally, I, I want to do it well mm. with a small amount of people and see really good outcomes for them mm-hmm. because, you know, at the end of the day, if, if they get really good outcomes and they look happier and healthier and with a better positive outlook on life, walking around the streets or seeing their friends and family or doctors, that is the best advertisement that I can have. Absolutely. That's it. That's, yeah. you know, I, I, I can't ask for anything more. I just want my, my clients to feel happy mm-hmm. um, and feel that they can change their ways. One, mm-hmm. as I say, one habit at a time. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, I, would have felt, I will feel good about myself and about the business moving forward. Yeah, that's what I want. Sounds amazing, Andy, and I can't wait to hear how you where you are in three months' time and thank stay you. in touch. And I will definitely, absolutely. Yeah. And thanks so much for talking to us today and yeah. overcoming some nerves to talk yes. about yeah. where you're up to and what you're doing. And I'm just so inspired by all of the things that you're doing, and I can't wait to see you build this business in thank your you. way, at your in pace, yeah. in your timing. And yeah. I know that you're going to do a great job and become very well known as a coach in this area. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Melanie. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you today. Thanks so much, Andy. See you soon. Yeah, bye.